Shabbat Shalom. The lights are bright up here today. <laughs> well, in preparing for the Darash, I, I asked the Lord, what's on your heart? What is it that you want to, to say? And I got two things. And the first one was, you are heard, you are seen, you are known. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Johnny shared that two weeks ago in the Darash. And the second thing was um, that whole thing about God hardening Pharaoh's heart. What is that about, Lord? <laughs> what is that about? It, it can't mean what it looks like it means. And so in asking the Lord what that was about, he said, I gave him every opportunity to do the right thing. Now, does that sound familiar? Because that was part of Sarah's Darash last week. And I'm thinking, okay, Lord, I'm glad we're all on the same page, but that means back to the drawing board. And sometimes it's good to hear something twice because it just puts a little exclamation point on it. So what I decided to do was to share a testimony of God hearing the desperate cries of his people and God making a way for us to do the right thing. Last September, I was traveling, and I had made an appointment with a friend to do a healing prayer session with her. And it was one of those things where it had been postponed at one point, and um, I was out of state. I had to drive 100 miles to get there, almost 100 miles to get there that day to make my appointment with her. And at the same time with her, her 21-year-old son was going through some crisis time. And as she was praying about it, she decided that that was the enemy trying to stop her from uh, having the appointment. So we got together to pray, and while we were doing the healing prayer stuff that we do, we also prayed for her son. And when I, when I pray, I, I pray what I see. So I saw a big bubble come over her son. And then I saw warrior angels just surround that bubble with their, their backs to the bubble and their faces and their weapons pointed out. So I prayed, Lord, protect him, cover him. And Lord, push back the enemy to the point where he can make a choice. We, we prayed about three hours that day. They aren't usually that long if you ever have an appointment with me, but since this was out of state and we didn't know when we were getting together again. We, we had the long appointment. Well, I got back to the place where I was staying that night, and I got a text from this mom. Her son had sent a text to everybody in the family. He had sent this text um, to grandparents, parents, siblings, aunts and uncles and cousins. Everybody got this text, and she forwarded it to me, and this is what, what it said. And it, it's four pages, but that's just because I put it in big print so the words wouldn't disappear while I was trying to read them. That happens as you get older. <laughs> A lot of you guys know that I struggle with drug addiction. If you didn't know then, you know now. However, I just had the most insane, intense spiritual experience. Recently, when I ask God to help me with my addiction, he without fail every time tells me to go to the hill, the hill behind my house. 
and I've constantly made up excuses. It's too cold. It's too hot. I'm too tired. I'm out of shape. Blah, blah, blah. He has told me to go to the hill so many times, and I've been so chicken and not wanted to go. Finally today, I hit a tipping point. I'm desperate for help. I don't know what to do. I pray, and God once again told me to go to the hill, so I do. When I get up there, I pray and meditate and ask God to talk to me. And finally, I said, I'm here. I'm here for you. Talk to me. And everything changed within an instant. I didn't realize it at the moment, but I had left this earth and was in a void with only God and I. This was a vision, not literal. I knelt down and said, I'm here, I'm humble, and I'm listening. And he told me to go to Ephesians. I opened my eyes and go to my Bible app and go to Ephesians 1, 15 through 23, which is what I had read today. Um, and that message hit home, and I got up and was like, wow, God, that was very insightful. Thank you. And he said, I'm not, yet, I'm not done yet. Close your eyes. <laughs> so I like, sh- I like, shoot, okay. I close my eyes, and I'm standing at this point about to leave the hill, and God told me to close my eyes, and when I did, I realized how out of control my drug abuse is. Only pot, I don't do anything else. And I realized I needed to ask him to set me free because I could not do it alone. And I said, God, I need help. Please give me the strength to. And he interrupted me, and he said, it's already done, my son. Step forward and be free. And my heart dropped to the bottom of my chest in surprise and shock. I felt right after he said that, like the essence of my spirit was cleansed and I was born again. I took that step forward and I've never taken a step like it in my entire life. It was different, it was powerful, and it was irreversible. I instantly felt all the weight drop off my shoulders and literally like a thousand pounds lifted off my body and I was free as could be. I no longer have any desire to smoke pot ever again. I find it repulsive and pointless now. I don't know why I ever did it to begin with. So I went home basically crying because of the insane spiritual experience I had. I have only had a few moments like this, and this had to be the most intense. As I was walking home, the entire world looked different to me in an inexplainable way. The colors were brighter, and everything is more alive because I can see God in all things now. I've never felt so good in my life, and I feel completely and utterly free from sin. I am cleansed and renewed. You probably think this is a crazy story. Well, the craziest part I haven't even told you yet. I went home and told my dad, and he was like blown away by the testimony I just had. And I decided to give him all my paraphernalia and stash because I don't even want to look at it anymore. And after I did that, I felt like one more thing had to be done. I started to worry about what I'd do next time I get tempted. How would I not give in to the temptation? And I started doubting that God actually took my addiction away. And then I realized that this whole time, the devil's plan has been to get me to smoke pot to lose sight of God. It became apparent to me that the devil, when I was 15, brought weed to me and promised it would be this amazing thing. And it was for a while. 
but it didn't last. It started ruining my life in every aspect I can think of. And once I realized that it was the devil who introduced pot to me and that he was using it to keep me down and oppressed, I felt this anger rise inside of me because he freaking tricked me. He actually tricked me and got the got me to smoke pot and got me to sin and fall off God's plan. And that pissed me off because that's messed up. These are his words. (laughs) So I mentally started cussing the devil out aggressively in my head and told him to get out of my life. I'm not sure that that's um, doctrinally the way to do it. But, but it, it did work for him. <clears throat> and that the only power he has is the power I give him. And I told him he had no power over me anymore at all, period, point blank. And told him to get the heck out of my life. And he went running in my head. He hightailed it out of my house so dang fast. He was so, so scared, running like a little baby. And then God was like, brace yourself. And I said, what? And he said, you just cast the devil out of you. Get to the sink right now. And I'm like, what? And literally a second after he told me to go to the sink, I felt the most nauseous I've ever felt in my life. And I sprinted to the sink and started aggressively vomiting so, so, so hard for no reason, like no reason at all. I'm perfectly healthy. And the way I was vomiting was very clearly different Um, from regular vomiting. I felt like I was getting the reverse of being possessed and that an actual entity was leaving my body. And as it was happening, I was thinking, I am definitely casting out a demon. And my dad said the same thing. And after I stopped, I felt like there was something missing besides the uh, contents of my stomach. I felt more in control over myself, and I instantly started crying tears of joy because I told the devil to get out of my life in the name of Jesus and instantly rejected whatever spirit was tormenting me and preying on my addiction. I want to make it clear that I wasn't possessed. I just let evil take hold of my life in the form of addiction. And when the Father himself pulled me through withdrawal in the matter of an instant, and filled my spirit with the Holy Spirit. There was no more room for whatever had a hold of my life. And when I cussed the devil out and told him he didn't have any power, I randomly vomited. I never randomly vomit. I always know exactly why. Um, Whether it be a horrible smell or something I ate earlier, I always know what the cause was. But this time, it was a spiritual vomit. All this to say that I'm proud to announce to all of you that I am free. Amen. Amen. And I just want to say that this experience was happening to him while we were praying. While we were asking God to protect him and push the enemy back to the point where he would have the opportunity to make a choice. When you give yourself over to something over and over again, you kind of lose that ability to make a choice. But God's bigger than that. So I, I talked to his mom um, a couple of a couple of weeks ago. I got permission to share this. And um, 
She said it's something he has to deal with every day, but he is still free.